0: The sing-along podcast would not be possible without the amazing people at Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to record a podcast. First of all, it's free, no hidden fees, nothing, it's completely free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Or you can upload an already recorded episode directly to the app or the website. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many others. You can even monetize your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So if you've ever had an idea for a podcast but you just didn't know where to get started, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. That's A N. CHOR.FM Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. Hello, music lovers, songwriters. This is Casey from Second Echo, and welcome to the Sing Along Podcast. I am here on location in it's Covina, right, Covina, Covina California. California, with the yeah. lead singer of one of the most talented, hardworking, up and coming bands in Southern California, Lost on Edge. I'm I'm here with Kurt. Thank you so much for having hey, me Hey,
1: Casey, I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> my first podcast, actually.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> I, I was going back as I was preparing for this. I was thinking about the first time meeting you, and I was on this little like week-long tour in Southern California, yeah. and I had stopped off at uh, the Legacy Room to do a show, and you guys were playing there that night. I have a lot of very specific memories about that show, and I went back and found it. You had posted it on YouTube, Yeah. and I saw it, and I started looking on my show calendar. I went back <laughs> through my show calendar. I was like, oh yeah, that was it. I was there for your very first show as a band, yeah, (laughs) which was awesome. My most vivid memory was sitting there and you played a song and I thought, God, who does this song? Who who was it that does this song? Because I was convinced it was a cover. There was no way this could be an original. And I was like, I swear I've heard this song before. And I remember coming up to you afterwards and going hey, that, that song, who does it? And you're like, no, that's one of ours. And yeah. and you're like, it's called murder me, miss Molly. And I was like, really, that's yours. Yeah. And like, and whenever that happens, I've had that happen to me a couple of times where somebody will ask me like, Oh, who does that song? And I'm like, well, I do. And mm-hmm. that's the best compliment I'll get all night. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know?
1: no, and actually, uh, and I don't know if we stressed it in that show, but, uh, you know it was our first show yeah <laughs> so, yeah, yeah so actually uh, i think if because actually that was the acoustic one I it, think was. it was yeah, yeah that was the yeah. acoustic one because we did two shows two and one was acoustic one was electric yeah so i remember the murdering miss me and miss molly um when we played that for the acoustic show and i remember that you i think you did mention that to me yeah. but also that all those songs we i've never i've never played a cover publicly wow so okay Yes. Yeah you know, like I've played covers in my room to learn skills sure. and scales and sure. stuff. Or how, how did, you know, certain artists do that.
0: Yes. Yeah. But, and so once I started doing this podcast, I was going down through my history of, you know, all the people that I've met. And I, this was one of the ones that stood out to me. I was like, I've, I've got to find a way to get back to California and, oh, and yeah. interview Kurt about this song. Cause I'm so, <laughs> I, I love it. it. So we're <laughs> going to, we're going to listen to you play it right now. My favorite song by lost on edge. This song is called murder me, miss Molly. I
2: tried talking to you And you said that gentlemen of a gentleman
0: that song is amazing and as I listen to a lot of your other material it's so different but it's also just a very simplistic format you do verse chorus and then you repeat verse chorus it's super catchy that's
1: that's actually something as a songwriter I've actually okay cuz I'll admit while we're on this uh, my sister quit the band just this year. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. So if anybody does look up our videos or our songs right now, you're gonna see, you're gonna hear a female voice, and you're gonna see a female, and that's my sister. Yeah. And she was half of my, <laughs> half of my writing li- of lyrics and yeah. such. And but uh, it's okay, you know. And I miss her, and I, I wish she would come back because her lyrics are phenomenal. But yeah. there was a difference between my lyric writing and her lyric writing. Yes. Which was that hers was always so full of a lot of poetry, where yes. mine
0: was very more simplistic and more to the emotions. I can see that. So what you're saying is the songs that she vocally led, she she wrote most of those, if not all of those well, lyrics. Well,
1: she, she, she wrote all the lyrics, but what I'm saying is that the lyrics are it's a strange conversation to have because it's just like well do you prefer beer or whiskey you know sure like or wine and, or beer yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> like do you want all these words that mean a lot yeah or do you want just a few words that mean a lot sure right yeah so yeah. And, it's just and there's a, beauty it's a, in both yeah, yeah and absolutely. there's just a difference in styles a difference in meaning a difference in uh, just even what kind of sounds can you get out of those words because I'm actually a very much of a of a person You'll you'll notice when I'm writing, especially not not with Mar- Molly, but with a lot of songs, you, you you'd see me mouthing things, making noises, but it's it's not words, it's it's yeah. sounds because sound. yeah. I know that this sound, how, yeah. rah, you know, yeah. th- those sounds are gonna match a certain it's, chord or something. But I know there's a word that's gonna fit into it, there. So
0: I, I've got to touch on this real quick because you have no idea, you're about the ninth or tenth interview that I've done, and I would say well over half of the people that I've interviewed they write in that they call it like scatting and okay. I, and I do same there's thing. a word for it <laughs> well, well and I think about it like when as I'm writing and I've got a chord progression and I, I go okay I, here's my melody line I don't have words but I know I want this line to end in an A yeah. sound yeah. an E yeah, sound exactly. and so you kind of yeah. scat your way through it and I, for years I'd done that and I thought I was one of the few that did. I didn't think oh, it really? and now just about everybody I talk to says yeah. oh no I do that too oh thank god <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> exactly yeah. I, thought, I thought I was a loser as an artist <laughs> yeah because yeah. it's so trying to weird. crawl my way to the fruition of a song <laughs> and i've
0: got all these song ideas on my phone and it's me doing that it's me like humming something and scatting because i, yeah. I want to capture the vowel sounds and the yeah. and everything that i want in the song so yeah like I, you are not alone in and, that
1: and, and actually I, I going down that road actually um this is a very fast i i i'm, I'm enjoying having this conversation <laughs> I, I love it because there's a lot especially between me and my sister yeah because there is so many difference so what's interesting now that we both say like sometimes we'll be scatting right well my sister will actually need a solid space away and this was some of our conflicts right okay she sure. she couldn't just think of something on the fly yeah. she needs her space yeah. right because she needs to write out these lyrics these yes. long poems right and wow. then she will attach the music to wow. them where okay. I'm more of a verse, where I will create the music and that's why us as artists working together was really fascinating because yes. I could come up with a riff and then she could make lyrics or something yeah but she's very much very very strict yeah <laughs> on on that no these lyrics have to be Assembled that's before we can go forward that's interesting. where I'm like, no, nah, let's just, let's just, let's just see what happens, you know, because yeah. yeah. I think, I think a lot of the greatest music happens in a very genuine space of inspiration.
0: Yeah. You know, absolutely. Like, so, so as far as this song, Murder Me, Miss Molly, I feel like just listening to the words, there's got to be a, a fascinating story behind it. Yeah, so tell ta- always to me a other, fascinating story. <laughs> and that's, that's what I'm intrigued by. So tell me a little bit about this song. So I'll admit
1: without showing too many of my cards, I guess you could say that we've all grown up. Up as insecure people <laughs> you know i mean like even especially in the artist community i would say you can't even the most egotistical ones have insecurities that maybe that's why they're so egotistical so at times. that song from its beginning i was working out i remember which machine i was actually on i was on a i was on a shoulder machine or, or a chest machine something like yeah. that right at the gym and i was just sitting there and i was just frustrated i was just like because yeah i've I've had girl issues whatnot whatever you know we all do yeah relationships yeah life all that love but uh i was sitting there in the machine i was really just just frustrated i was like (laughs) sorry no you're good you're good (laughs) um like just just kill me now like man this sucks like just just murder me right yeah yeah and then i was like murder me right murder me pumping right and i'm just in, in myself like like we were saying with the scatting like yeah. it's a it's a feeling right so even though i had the, the 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 alliteration of murder me i was like but what am i feeling right now what am i really feeling yeah right Yep. and what am i feeling i'm feeling frustration over why is it that that guy always gets the girl you know stereotype yeah. stereotypical stuff but in my in, in my life though it's always been that I've had so many different types of friends and yeah. then you got that you got your boys who we all go out and mm-hmm. some get lucky, some don't. And sure. that that whole that song is mainly about it's not just about wanting to get lucky. Yeah. But it's it, it reaches to a bigger problem, which I think a lot of people might discover later on in life. You yeah. know, when you're in your early twenties, I wrote this one when I was twenty four, I think. Okay. I had some friends who just go off with that girl and then she'd be like, oh, why didn't he call me back? Well, I mean, if you'd gone out with me, I would have called you back. Like, shoot, I would have treated you. So like, when you, when you look at the lyrics, like, I tried talking to you, right? I tried talking to to you you. and you said that I was sweet. Yeah. Said that I was the kind of guy that any woman would want and this is the killer and sadly, in some, and most of (laughs) the cases, especially in my life. Uh, So, um, I tried talking to you and you said that I was sweet, said that I was the kind of guy that any woman would want when they turn 33, <laughs> you know? And it's just like, it, but it's so, it, and you know what? I just turned 30 actually just, just a couple yeah. weeks ago. And yeah. sadly, this song is technically
0: true at this yes. rate. Yes.
1: But yeah, the thing is it's, it, it's, awfully kind of true from what i've seen in my friends experiences is that even with my with my friends that are girls you know they were they were young and they made stupid choices in the beginning like we all do and And then they end up growing up and then they realize wait a minute yes eventually they want the good guy but later (laughs) yeah later so so this song's more about just like the good guy and you know we could have a whole discussion on what is it to be good or a nice guy right sure but i don't want to go down that but like um But, like, with this song, though, so the character, who technically is me, but, like, it's it's a good guy, you know? Yeah. Like, it's a good guy who tried talking to you, but you decide to go off with his friends because they seem more exciting. But then you end up crying to your friend the next morning, wishing he were more of a gentleman, right? And you start to realize that in your early 20s, you really see this divide between, you know, just people kind of rolling stones <laughs> yes, you yeah, know? Yep. just going through life and then you yeah. have other people who have ambitions for
0: love and relationships yep. and stuff and, and those
1: people are usually more ignored because everybody's yes. too
0: afraid to actually yes and you, know, you mentioned the second part of that verse about I wish you were more than a gentleman what's the um, second line?
1: so so you walked off with my friends lived up a night that's still young next morning you cried
0: to your friend wishing he were more of a gentleman yeah and then that leads perfectly into this it's murder me miss molly make me a martyr Martyr. for your love i love that line that's such a great line yeah and then right after that murder me miss molly because if i could have you then i've had just enough yeah if if
1: i can't have you if i can't have so so murder me miss molly yep make me a martyr for your love Cause if I can't have you I think that I've had just enough So it's like It's a really bad message To a good guy Cause really (laughs) you shouldn't You shouldn't let this girl kill you But that's the frustration You feel like When you're trying to Trying to find love Or find relationships Or anything like that It's just like just kill me. Because, I mean, man, you're, you're not going to change your mind. You're not going to wake up to this. And I know this is all from perspective, well, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. this was my perspective at the, the time. And I know whoever's listening to this could be like, eh, you're just being selfish. You know, <laughs> name all the other reasons <laughs> under the sun. You don't know me. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, like, but honestly, at the end of the day, sometimes you see people, and I don't I don't categorize just girls. I, I say it for guys too. Yeah, yeah, You know, you just see people who just make these choices with these people, I mean, my ex is one of them. I mean, sadly, yeah. that was just a tragedy that we broke yeah. up. and I had more songs coming out of yeah, her, but yeah, nah, that, that's for another day, yeah. I suppose when I'm over it. yeah but, <laughs> like, <laughs> but, um, but you just see these people make these decisions. so even like if you feel like you're an honestly good person and yeah. you just like, man, I'm just dealt a bad hand. Sometimes that's kind of what it comes to. Sure. Sometimes. Because, sure. I mean, like, it's not like you can just pick up on everybody from the store, the bar, the school. Or, right, You know, right. you can't just pick up on everybody, yeah. even though some would argue to do so. So it sounds like you're a very experiential writer. Yes.
0: And I've been asking a lot of my podcast guests this. Is there any element of your writing that's abstract, meaning you write about a character that's okay. not you? Or um, do you do any of that I kind would, of writing? I would
1: say that if anybody checks out our Spotify on Lost on Edge, There's a song called Captain's Creed. Yes,
0: I checked that out. Which is,
1: that is full force cinematic, like just a pirate story about two ships in a battle. Yeah. Right? And like, literally, actually the lyrics, there is no really any rhyming in that song. It's all just, it's just, I mean, there's rhyming, but... It's, it's not like a, there's no, there's no chorus. Yeah. There's no chorus to it. It's right. just, it's just verse. verse and really yeah. it's just a story yeah. about, you know, a, a captain going down with his ship at whatever cost. And yeah. Yeah. Cause I do have a lot of songs that are really experiential, but I'm kind of a weirdo and I'm very eclectic. Yeah. So I end up writing some songs that are just stories. Like, yeah. um, I have one called Hanging Tree, which goes like, uh lying here under the desert sun Mm -hmm. wondering where my horse is gone but all i've got is just a broken rope someone tried to hang me from the old hanging tree But but by God's good grace I was saved. Revenge is all I need. Cause I've been beat up, shot down, looking for the hangman, looking for the same. Yeah. So and and that song's actually about a about a cowboy who you you don't really know what happened in the beginning, but he's just mysteriously he was supposed to be hanging, but somebody shot him down. Yeah. And And you don't have any backstory. And now he's gonna go out for revenge against whoever. Whoever try to string them up, right? That's interesting. So there's like certain songs that appeal to a certain star- story or a narrative that I want to reach for. Yeah. Like there's there's a song that I want to deal with wolves and moons and just there, there's those thematic things. But I, I, I also want to try to use certain symbols to now that i'm growing as an artist yes use certain symbols like for instance like a wolf in the moon right yes wolf running through the dark towards the light of the moon right, right? yeah poetic right yeah. yeah but actually it could mean that somebody who's just at the part of their life where they got to keep going through the hardships and just keep going towards that direction yeah. to yeah. find salvation
0: yeah you know something you mentioned there uh just it sparked this in me you said you're very eclectic and i hear that but when it comes to the artists that influenced you i was like this really does have like a beatles vibe to it
1: you want to know the truth i want to know the truth I'll be you... probably one of the few people on a podcast to actually say this. okay that's the hardest question i've I, i've been scared to answer is the influence is the influence yeah. question because yeah. i actually don't really because you gotta remember i when i started all this I mean, dad put me in some lessons, and then dad has his own philosophy on creativity. Yeah. But when I did this, you know, I guess you could call me lazy, but I tried to figure it all out myself. Yeah. You know, and in doing that, it's not like I was playing Ozzy, and then I was playing some Rush. Yeah. And then I was playing some Beatles, and then I got inspirations for all those. No, like, yeah, any inspiration would have been from me listening, it getting into my head, me stewing about it, and then playing the guitar. Yeah. And, like... That is the scariest question if anybody asks me because I don't I don't really have no, no. an influence sure. you know like yeah. I I have sounds I like
0: yeah yeah you know like- well, and that's that's what was so interesting as I went then listened to the newer stuff because I to be perfectly honest I knew of you guys two or three years ago at the Legacy Room and then just in the last few weeks I've been listening to your Spotify stuff. And it's so drastically different. And I could hear almost like a, a heavier rock, almost like a, a progressive rock oh, yeah, yeah, influence yeah. into some of the newer and stuff. And that, that's
1: kind of the funny thing is like, uh, I don't know if I asked you when when we first met you, but just, I think one of the questions we had when we first got into this game was, what is, this, what is it? You, <laughs> what is it? What's the it? genre? Yeah. Like, yes. yeah, what yeah. do we call it? Because I want to say classic rock, but it's it's not necessarily classic, no, you know? No, it's
0: not classic. It's cool to call it that, yeah. but it's not. And that's why when people ask me what is Second Echo, and right? I'm just like, yeah. it's just rock, like. Yeah. And, and in fact, at times because the Evolution album that we have out is. A heavier i've had people try to kind of pigeonhole it toward metal and it's yeah. not metal well, I, I, it's got, I understand i wouldn't call you
1: metal right. i'd say you're elements, more of like a like a touch of grunge yes like yes. a touch of that yeah and it's got like, a
0: touch of metal it's got a hint of it yeah but and so I, i'm with you i hate being pigeonholed i hate yeah. being labeled but i also think it's fascinating sometimes to look back and go i can look back on um Even when I was a child, somebody asked me this one at one point. They said, I don't want to know what influenced you. What influenced you before you realized it was influencing you? Like when your parents we riding yeah. around in the car. What were they listening to? That yeah, do? and I, and then I go, oh, it was like the Shirelles and oh, Jim gosh. Croce, all this oh, old fifties wow, yeah. and sixties oh, stuff. Oh, that makes so much more sense. Yeah, because yeah. that I think that's why I have such a draw to like poppy, hooky stuff because okay. I like all of that. Like yeah. uh, my little runaway, run, 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 yeah. run away. Like all that old. Oh, stuff. Oh, I see it now. Yeah. yeah, it's like all that. I yeah. and that's why songs like "Murder Me, and Miss Molly" remind me of that so much because it's just super hooky it's super yeah. catchy it yeah. just gets it's an earworm you and, know?
1: and actually that, that earworm philosophy is actually kind of how I try to determine which songs I want to push further and which songs I don't I'm the same way because yeah. I think most of yep. look okay, as artists there's a song you like it but it's for you. It's, you for, you. it's yeah. for you. It's for you. Like, you don't want to show people that yeah. song. Like, it's nice. Yeah. Right. But there are, then, then there's just that one song or a couple of those songs, they're just like,
0: it's not finished yet but
1: whatever this is it it already has the it we just need to fill it up yes you know
0: on its own just stripped down like that's why i loved that you did uh murder me miss molly just acoustically because stripped down bare at its core like it's just it's a great song by itself like and yeah once you start adding production it's going to get better but just by itself it's just and i think
1: that's the essence of a good song absolutely
0: yeah yep i completely agree so uh, staying on this theme of being eclectic i've actually talked with some different artists about this i get the feeling that some artists are a little afraid to be too eclectic. And I and I take issue with I that because, that. for example, and when it, when it comes to podcasts, when podcasts first broke onto the scene, you had radio and television and everything was in these little bite-sized mm-hmm. chunks. You know, five you had minutes. <laughs> five minutes, 15 minutes, half hour, hour yeah. at the most. And then you have Joe Rogan coming in and interviewing people for three hours. But thank God for and, that guy. And, and he's yeah. the best, he's the and, highest podcast, and, you know. And you know what's really fascinating
1: about that is Joe Rogan breaking that frigging glass ceiling. I yes. was hearing, You know the the and we're going to get to that whole establishment conversation later, but it really does come down to like. The interpretation of what you think people want Absolutely. and what people actually want.
0: Well, and I, I, also take it a step further. To I think it has to do with giving your audience more credit. I yes. think I think you yeah. people attempt to dumb stuff down because they're like, oh, and they I'm, can't handle and,
1: it. And, and to anybody out there who's willing to become a fan of mine, I do not think you're dumb. <laughs> exactly. I and I, I yeah. think the industry really does think you're all sheep.
0: Well, and I and that's that's why I love having this conversation because I think. You know, having a band that does one song that's super poppy and then super aggressive rock or whatever, like whatever that that spectrum is of genres, I think that people are ready for that. I think people want that in a lot of
1: cases. And and, and like you hear, like, I mean, you hear some people, the the pessimists, the nihilists going like, well, rock is dead. Music's dead. Everything's dead. No more music. Right. Right. You have the the philosophy of the one guy says that all the music that will ever be done has already been done. And therefore, all we can do is just keep repackaging it. Right. I I understand that, you know, when you look at a scale, that is all the notes within the key. Yes. But, but I don't think, I, I think it's a poisonous idea. I think right. it's a poisonous idea to think that music is done and that there's no more to be built upon. Actually, I just saw a guy, African-American with a guitar yeah. with the voice of... Of what you would think was like a classic like eighties almost rocker kind of yeah. kind of voice. And he told I mean he looks like a rapper, but he's singing he's playing like Jimi Hendrix and he's singing like friggin' Steven Tyler wow. in some regards. Wow. And I'm just like, Yes, yes, this yes, is what we need. That's, awesome. that's how you change it up. Yes. And I'm not yeah. I'm not just talking about the aesthetics. I'm right. also I'm mainly talking about just look at the styling, because even his style was incorporating certain other elements of other things that have probably influenced his life. Sure. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. I, I forgot. Who the artist was so yeah I, I don't think about doing a shameless plug for him
0: <laughs> he's already
1: he's already got his money
0: <laughs> so when it comes to your writing i want to dive a little bit deeper into the process for you because you mentioned that your sister the way that she wrote and how you write so it sounds like you tend to come up with chord progressions melodies yes. first and then the lyrics come later yeah that's yeah. mainly
1: it because i find it i mean you know, I always think about Elton John and and uh Oh gosh. Bernie Toppin, right? What is it? Elton John and Bernie Toppin? Is that is that his writer's
0: name? Oh I don't know. I don't know oh. that answer. Oh gosh. Okay. I'll I take think your word Bernie for Ta- it. I think it's Bernie Toppin. <laughs> How <laughs> dare you? I'll take
2: your
1: <laughs> Either way, so the so, I just lost my so here, lost my street cred, sorry. <laughs> here, here's here's a fun fact. So Elton John and you'll find you could find out from the movie too, but I knew oh, it before the movie, okay. Yeah. But Bernie Toppin wrote the lyrics and Elton John put the melody and, and all the the music to it, right? Okay. And that kind of relationship I thought about when I was with my sister in the band. I I just I think it depends on the song. Yeah. Like I mean, Elton John and Bernie, they 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 had a very efficient way of song producing. But I really think it depends on the song, because one day you could be <laughs> inebriated, let's say, yeah. and you come up with these lyrics, and then all of a sudden you just go off, and you just you have all these lyrics, and you have to put a song to it. So if that were the case, which has happened a couple times, yeah. you know, not, well varied on the inebriation part, but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like you have all these lyrics, and in order to put a melody or the music to it, then I would start. Um, say I have a verse or an intro verse or something like that, right? I would start by singing it, humming it, trying to figure out what's the key, Yeah. what's the first chord that's gonna go into this. Right. And why I usually don't wanna do this is because then it's gonna go into a lot more difficult territory, yeah. which is how do I turn this chord with these lyrics into a more, listenable yes. <laughs> sound right yeah, yeah. and it, it's it, it's done like yes. it's it's yeah. obviously possible and yeah. actually sometimes it's really rewarding yep but since i guess you could argue i'm slightly lazy i like to get the sound out first yeah because i think the lyrics are often more complimentary uh, okay that, that's that's sure. what i would say i would say that it depends on where you're prioritized where your priority yeah. is yep you know because some lyrics are just phenomenal yeah. right yep or some riffs are phenomenal, yes. but yeah. then those lyrics could be with horrible riffs, and then those riffs Absolutely. could have horrible yeah. lyrics. Yep. But I will argue this that that great riff, no matter how horrible the lyrics are, it might actually still be a good song. I, and I feel
0: like <laughs> history has has borne that out. Yeah, <laughs> right? right? there, there are some great riff songs that you go yeah. these lyrics, like even in some legendary, you know, I think of some Rolling Stones r- yeah. riffs and stuff where you go. Keith Richards just like this was incredible, and then like and then you're like, painted oh, black. Yeah, Mick wasn't really feeling it that yeah. day on or whatever. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. Totally. Well, I mean,
0: like, uh, like you look at the song painted black, right? Yeah. Great, <laughs> great instrumentation, yeah, yes. right? Great instrumentation.
1: And then you look at the lyrics. The lyrics are also good, but the lyrics are also kind of simple too, in some some regard. Yes. I want to paint it black. Yes. Right. Like, just that one line is the whole song, and, yeah, that's it's very simple. That's like, the, yeah,
0: that's the hook. That's the, yeah. And going along with that, I wanted to talk, cause I know originally you had said uh, that the band was going to be here with you and maybe uh, even if they're not here, you can speak to this cause the thing I noticed as I listened to a few of your songs, the Murder Me Miss Molly song was the very simplistic structure. The stuff on your Spotify, I notice, has a lot more diversity and arrangement. So talk is. to me a little bit. How does that come about? Is that, do you guys do and, that <laughs> as a band or do, or do you as um, a writer hear all that so uh <laughs> so
1: that first album is really telling for how we write songs yeah because as we start going forward you're going to be like oh it sounds like a song now i, yeah. I can't tell where Exactly, unless you're actually listening for it, I suppose. But with those songs, they were so amateurly kind of put together. Okay. And I, I mean that with respect to myself, but still, I'm, I'm admitting, you know,
0: you look back and yeah, yeah. I understand. And that. so yep.
1: you, you look at a song like, like Fever, right? Uh-huh. That one Which what, we're gonna was listen it? to later. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, that one, you have the riff that started with, with the riff, and then the lyrics came like right, like two seconds yeah. after, right? Yeah. And I just had that one section. I met a girl who said she would, all, right? That, that one section right there, that's all I had for yeah. years. And then eventually I started adding onto it. And what you're going to see is that as I started adding onto it, it's almost like a train, right? Yeah. You had the yeah. engine at the beginning, which is the riff. Yeah. Then you start putting on the cabooses and the carts. Yep. Yep. And that's what ends up becoming the format. And oftentimes I do like to use a certain formula, which is verse, chorus. Bridge, yeah. However that goes, but then yeah. like you look at a song like uh, Captain's Creed, and it's just verses, verses, right? Right, yeah. And I try to, especially with Fever, or I, I'm. It's not that like I'm saying I'm ashamed, but I want to do better. I. I don't want it also to be as stagnant as to have that formulaic build. Absolutely. Either yes. where you are repeating it, yes. where my sister would actually have the varied second section. Right. Right where right. I like to repeat it because I like I like the riff, you I like, like the words, yeah. I like everything. Yeah. You want to revisit know, it. Yeah, yeah. I want to revisit it before yep. we leave. Yep. You yeah. You know, I can so, see.
0: That. Well, and I think that's one of the advantages of having the band format when you're writing is that you know, I, I noticed my first album, Evolution, is I did it all on my own. But the newer stuff that I'm writing with the guys in the band that I have now, it's so much fun to see what direction it goes because it's not just one yeah. uh, taste or one opinion. Yeah. you get this really cool mix of ideas.
1: And, and, and actually, onto that, so I, I think you asked me: uh, Does your band have any any say in how, what the structure the arrangement? Is? Yeah. And I will say it: one, it depended on the song. Um, in the beginning, it was mainly me and my sister who dictated what the what the actual structure is gonna be yeah but i I want to say I want my band to be the most successful because we are collaborative uh, yes you know yes. and I've yep. seen way too many egos I actually met the guitarist of hinder the rhythm guitarist okay, guy, okay. You know, and he had some stuff to say right but he really gave me some insight on the dynamics of bands and yeah. where egos sometimes are placed I suppose yeah, yeah. and but I, I thought about my own band and I'm just like well, I'm the lead singer, writer, you know, I'm the guy. <laughs> you know? Right, yeah. I'm the guy, but yet I don't feel like the guy. Right. You know, I, cause I want, I want the reins to be held by everyone in the band. Yeah. Now, mainly nowadays, because it's just me, the drummer, and the bassist, right? Me and the drummer, X, we're, we're mainly the creatives now. Yeah. Um, because he has a lot of uh, methodical and theoretical insight yeah. on how to get to a certain sound. Right. So what I love about my band is that where I might have some creative elements or some licks I know, right? Yeah. I just open up the floor and I say, hey, X, what can we do to get from here to there and he'll come in and then tyler will come in and do that and fill in the space he's a great great. bassist yeah like and he'll pick it up like that then he'll get on the drums and then i'll get on the guitar and then you'll see videos like you did you know earlier and just it it's it's a very much collaborative experience and i often try to ask my band do you think we should put a bridge here do you think that the riff should repeat this many times yeah what do you think about these lyrics? And obviously I'll have my opinion. I'll sure. say like, no, <laughs> we're, yeah. we're going to stick to this. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, most of the time though, most 99% of the time, I'd say it's, it's all collaborative. Cause yeah. I believe that if we can all just, you know, you put three liquors into a bottle and you shake it all up, yeah. it's going to have something pretty hard and pretty yeah. powerful, but yep. a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. <laughs> <You> <laughs> <Yeah. know>?
0: like, <laughs> and when it comes to the writing ideas, I've had two schools of thought and I would love to know which one of these you fall into. I've known some people who are like, I'm going to write a song a day or I'm going to write a song a week oh, or whatever it is. But, and where I am in the kind of the other side yeah. where I edit highly as I go and I don't finish a song unless I'm 100% happy with it. And so as a writer and as a band, do you guys write a ton and then get rid of songs or do you just say no, we're <laughs> going to work on this song till it's done?
1: So so the funny thing about how we operate it's it's not it's not as efficient as I want it. Okay. But the gold that's produced is is really where I, I care the most so essentially i'll just be living life coming up with like i probably if you looked at my phone i probably have like a 200 different recordings of Same, 200 yeah, different too. licks yep, right yeah 200 different lyrics 200 all different my, all
0: my voice members yeah, so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yep. all packed up right yep, getting that or, extra yep. storage
1: space yeah right? yeah exactly um and from that I think we pick out songs. I, I, I do not like having a regimented uh, song-a-day sort of schedule because sure. yeah. I'm sure it works for some, but I think it it has the possibility of getting too humdrum yeah. and you're demanding too much of yourself sometimes yes. yeah. where you're not allowing the actual um, divinity of the muse to really yeah. inspire you, right? Yeah. So oftentimes... We'll leave it up to me, and 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 my drummer does come up with some licks sometimes too. Yeah, he has his own his own songs as well, and I, I want to incorporate those yeah. into the main playlist. Yeah. But as of right now, it's just what did Kirk come up with? You know, in the last month. Yeah. Now let's listen to him. Let's figure out which one sounds pretty pretty y- awesome, yes, right? Yeah. And then we're gonna pick that one, and actually. Uh, I don't know if you saw in that one video, but I've actually been using my TV screen yeah. as a as a display screen yeah. for our different songs. So we have concept developing and complete. Oh, that's right! Wow. So wow. When we're like, well, I don't want to work on that song today. It's, right. It's almost done, but we need more. We're just of, not feeling it. Yeah, we're yeah. not feeling it. And yeah. if you're not feeling it, you're not going to get that song totally. done. Yeah. 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 And so then we could just pick off the concept list. Okay, which one of these have we started? What can, can we improve it? And right. We go into development. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's like well we have these songs we have the main structure but yeah. we still need to fill up the holes yeah. right yeah and so oftentimes we'll have our list of developing songs and we'll yeah. try to complete those
0: man that's very structured i like that I, I you know just you guys are very structured in how you like differentiate the different yeah. stages that's I, very I, cool. I tried to do that <laughs> that's very cool that's very cool i want to take a left turn into a different topic here and it, this element of Writing and content always stands out to me whenever I listen to an artist and I want to I want to touch on another song that you have on Spotify. It's called City of Love. Ooh. There was a line in it. It says, tell me the moment when you lost your faith. Mm-hmm. And that was a, any kind of line that deals with faith or and especially in rock music and in creativity. There seems to be this. I don't want to say an obsession, but anytime I hear anything about religion or faith or God or anything, it always, it always stands out to me. Cause I'm like, you don't hear that a lot, but then it also triggers something in me. Like that person must have some experience with it, whether good or bad. And so it makes me want to ask you where, in your opinion, w- when you come up with that great idea, where does that come from? Where does inspiration for you come from? Oh, okay. That's the question. Yeah. Cause
1: I was going to say I'm um, on the faith line in that song. Yeah. Yes. You could draw an allusion to God because sure. oftentimes we do, I mean, the whole song's about love, sure. right? And yeah. the dark places we go to sometimes and kind to seek it. Sure. And that goes hand in hand with God, Godly concepts. You know? Sure. Sure. And, um, I would say that when did you lose your faith is in that song is mainly speaking to those who just feel broken. Mm-hmm. Those who just, you know, I've been through the wash with women. I've been through the wash with my parents. I've been through the wash with everything, I'm not speaking so, from personal experience, but I'm I'm saying just to relate to that person who just feels like, uh, tell me about the woman who took everything away. I think it it's was more of a loss
0: of innocence. Yeah, more the kind of the, yeah. Well,
1: it, it, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a loss of innocence. You know, yeah. you, you wake up and you're like, oh my gosh, nothing does mean anything. I'm just kidding. Yeah, know, yeah, it, it, yeah, Everything yeah. means something as long as you place meaning in it. Right. Yeah. Right? yeah, <laughs> like, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um. But uh, where do I find my
0: inspiration? Was your question? And and I don't I don't necessarily mean in a sunrise or in a like, I guess what I mean is where does inspiration in general come from in your opinion?
1: And if I said emotions, would that be an answer?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's whatever you think, man.
1: Oh, okay. So you're just saying for the concept of a song or like the feeling of a song?
0: Um, both. We'll say both.
1: So those, and I actually, I have to say that those are two different things Okay, in my personal opinion. Yeah. Um, concept for a song is like, what's the, what's the idea? You know, is it about a pirate? Yeah. Is it about a cowboy? Yeah. Is it about a lonely guy? Right. And that's all kind of details that I have to do a lot more intellectual work on. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's where you fill up the spaces in the lyrics. Yeah. But the feeling though, that's the real inspiration I, I prioritize. Yeah. Cause it's really, that's what really gets people, you know, can you make a person cry? Can you make a person laugh? Yes. Those are very, very powerful things. It, they are. Yeah. And I, I think even if i was speaking gibberish even if i was speaking like rah, 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 right with this nice melodic tone but yeah. if it makes you cry mission accomplished. what is it yeah what yeah. does it even matter and yeah. it's not that i'm all uh, by the way you guys i'm not all for just abstract bs okay no, right totally totally <laughs> but i think if it if it if it if it fulfills yeah you know, the
0: goal So to, to dig. I don't, I don't mean to belabor oh, the point, but to dig yeah. just a little bit deeper. No, I need that, to like,
1: keep belaboring. That,
0: <laughs> to, when you, when that idea comes, when that inspiration comes, is that something that is coming from you or are you just a antenna for something outside of you? That's so happening? It will,
1: it, um, in my personal, um, in your opinion, yeah. in my personal opinion, and also in just uh, my own personal, um, the way I work on things, I guess, it, it, it's all me okay I, I don't think I I can help as much as I I don't want to be the artist who tries to say like hey I understand no yeah <laughs> no nobody will understand you just like no you're not going to understand me even after I wrote this song right even though you heard it a right. million times yeah you're yeah. not you're gonna understand
2: You've me but your you're never lens. yeah yeah but yeah. you're never
1: really gonna understand but what I want to do is I want to share in the emotion yeah right it's not that we're really relating on the emotion but we're just we're sharing it right um there's a there's also another song i had written um we all write our own stories yeah sometimes we share in the pain yeah sometimes we read the words differently Yeah.
2: sometimes we're just not on the same page yeah sorry girl that i let you down sorry woman I painted the frown yeah never
1: wanted to hurt you yeah. just wanted your love yeah. right so with that song that's also about perspectives and feelings and sharing in that right it's not that it's not that there's uh, there is a right and wrong when it comes to the issue but when it comes to emotions, I think I've always argued that sometimes pain is relative. And I would, okay, I, I might be a little tangent tangent right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting to the point. Okay, so that emotion. Reel it in. Not <laughs> just, <laughs> that emotion that you were talking about, because I'm trying to articulate it. You know, you could say, well, were you happy when you wrote that song? Were you sad? It's about pain and it's about appreciation. Those are the two emotions yeah. that I draw from, I guess yeah. I should say. Pain and appreciation. So there's a song, where, the song I just said, which is that we share in the pain. It's about relationships and yeah. such. And even though that the lyrics point to it's a interpersonal romantic relationship, it can be applied to so many other relationships. Yeah. And it's about the pain we all share in just trying to understand each yep. other. And so therefore, the, imp- the, the emotion that inspires me the most I would say is pain but also I I revere the acknowledgement of appreciating certain things being grateful being yeah. grateful yeah. right so um yeah. there are there are certain songs that are coming down the pike that are more about of letting go and just being like but the day is amazing you know yeah, yeah. or there's even some fun songs too but I, I do focus on like how does pain translate into a sound I guess I could yeah. say is where my inspiration draws from because there's that gut-wrenching feeling that could really pull out some songs that I never want to record yeah. ever yeah they're there they're yeah. on my phone but yeah. I never want to go back yeah and then there's just those some that really you come to terms with yes. I guess and that's where the inspiration for, for yeah. some songs is you're, you're talking about the pain, it's a reflection. It's coming to terms. It's sharing. Yeah, and so that's uh, does that kind of answer? It does. The question? Yeah, okay. it's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm the guy who kind of goes on tangents. No, sometimes. no, no.
0: And that's you know, and believe me, when it comes to doing podcast, I've not run into this yet. But I think the worst case scenario is getting somebody where you ask them a question and they say. I don't know. Or they, they have nothing yeah. to say. And I'm like, <laughs> no, this that. is a podcast. You're a I person. need to. Yeah, you're a person. Please. Uh, <laughs> this is conversation. I have to. Yeah. yeah. So, no, I would rather people be long winded oh, okay. than, than not yeah. have an, anything have to say. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, in just a minute, we're going to play probably my second favorite song from you guys. But before we do that, I want to get your plugs that we were, if people want to find out about Lost on Edge, where do they okay. go?
1: Okay. I would probably say for right now, okay, anybody listening to this? I. I understand that the scene looks bleak, <laughs> you know. But as a music listener, just ask yourself, why not? Yeah. <laughs> and even just following somebody does a lot for them. I actually learned that as an artist, I was pretty prudish myself. Keep in mind. Yeah. So my shameless plugs are going to be: uh, you can follow us on Instagram. You can search us up at at Lost on Edge. Right. You can uh, hit us up on Facebook, Lost on Edge. Mm-hmm. We are actually the only band with that name, surprisingly. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So um, Lost on Edge on Facebook and Instagram is probably where I'd hit us. Uh, check us out on Spotify, Lost on Edge. And if you're ever just Googling us, just put at Lost on Edge and you'll you'll find a yeah. bunch of stuff on and us. And this
0: is the one thing I want to make sure. Do you do you, you guys are on Spotify? Are you guys on iTunes? Yes, we're on iTunes and on Amazon. Oh, that, that's what you were talking, talking about earlier. About yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So here's what I want to. Oh, here's what I want to say for anybody listening. Um, we're not we might be on amazon i'm not okay sure. yeah. okay but there is a place where you can download and this is the yeah. important thing about this podcast is when i was younger we had radio stations that we would listen to and if i heard a band that i loved i went out and bought the yes. cd yes if i, I heard the band, same thing if i heard a band <laughs> that i was like that's a cool that's a cool band and you know what i, I don't really want to buy their album but I, but i enjoy hearing it on the radio yeah. that's what spotify should be for that's what spotify is it's the modern day radio station Yes. and it's gotten people out of the habit of going and buying people's music and that's what I want people to do is if you've listened to and Kurt, even worse
1: actually they they actually make your playlist for you
0: right yeah. right and if you list, have listened to, today to Kurt and Lost on Edge and it, you've really connected with them I want you to go and Download. go to iTunes and download their music because this Murder Me, Miss Molly is a perfect example. Um, This song is not... not, Right, but hold on, hold on. It's not on there, and that's my point, is I want it out there. So in order to support you as an artist, I want to go download your stuff so that you can keep this going, so that your career can keep going. And we're also thinking
1: about... I'm thinking about starting a Patreon too. Yeah, I think, that's great. I think uh, I think the streaming wars are about to start. Yeah, I think especially since once this COVID thing's over with. Yeah, and there's going to be a real big reflection on streaming yeah. internet platforms. Yeah, especially since Facebook. Actually, I, heard, I saw an article where Facebook was was striking bands for trying to play live on...
0: Yes, they did
1: do that. Whoa. They
0: did do that. So I this saw kind that. of madness,
1: that's why I'm saying, folks, if you're a lover of music yeah. and if you're an artist or if you're just a fan, try invest fight directly the, into invest the artist invest directly in the artist yes, fight yes. the establishment you can be a rebel in today's society yes, yeah. and actually it's against the people yeah. that have been telling you what to do what yes. to listen to and what to buy this and whole it's time. so
0: important like when you're investing in them whether like let's say that, that a band has a website where you can buy merch yes. or you go to their you go to their shows and you pay buy a ticket you know yeah. and or buy merch there buy a physical you know vinyl or CD or whatever or go download those are the things that tangibly support a per, a, a an artist and a man's career and it helps them. You're saying, I love their music so much. I want them to make more of yeah. it, so I'm going to invest in them. I'm not going to just stream because we get nothing off a of stream. Yeah. it's
1: not. Well, we we get what a, a half of a cent I, I, if that. <laughs> I think it's less than that, like a
0: quarter of a cent. And we might get this. There might be this badge of honor to say, oh, we have this many streams, but really, it doesn't yeah, do no. much for no, us it to perpetuate our career. Yeah. And so that's what I'm. I'm, I'm really encouraging our listeners actually, to go actually the and one, do that.
1: There's only one thing that all these social media platforms do. Yeah, and actually, it creates a resume for any agent or studio to
0: discriminate against you. Right, yeah, (laughs) yeah. So it sounds like you guys have a lot of great plans for the future, you're writing, you're kind of weathering the storm during the whole lockdown, oh, yeah, the shutdown, definitely. and waiting for things to open back up. And I know as we we kind of discussed this a little bit when I first got here, this idea of, I think when things open back up, I believe that people are gonna be hungry to go out oh, and yeah. get out and, nah. and experience life. I think everybody's music. got cabin fever right now, yes. especially
1: for music. Yes, I, agree. I I think I was hearing uh, a commentator the other day talking about like, you know, lot of shows online, they suck. Yeah. Why do you want you, you don't get the you don't get the vibes yeah of a of a real hall where you're hearing music yeah. you know it's yeah. not the same.
0: We're going to end with this one song. I want you guys to go and check this out. This is from the album. You can find this on iTunes. Go in it and again if this if you're connecting with it go download it. This is Lost on it And I
1: also know there's way more there is if you support us, we promise we will produce Music, yes, like you never. You got
0: so much, so many ideas coming down the pike. So please go and support Lost on Edge. This song is called Fever. much for allowing me to come and do this episode. This has been so much fun and I feel like I could probably talk to you for another two hours I oh, yeah. <laughs> top I'd of it. Too. Yeah. But yeah, I just want to thank you so much for this.
1: Thank, well, no, Casey, I just want to say you're a great guy. I'm That's, happy to have met you. Yeah. Um, I appreciate that you still remember us yes. from all the way back when yeah. and I really just, I appreciate being able to have a conversation about this yeah. as well because I think this conversation, I think your podcast is very important. Yeah. I'm hoping all your supporters support you enough to get you into the the scene where we have a broader audience listening to this conversation because I think it's very vital for the future of the music industry and I just want to say I appreciate you man and just thank you for
0: everything my pleasure my pleasure let's uh let's spread the word yeah let's (laughs) spread
1: the word everybody if
0: you love music Hey everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Sing Along Podcast. And if you haven't done so already, be sure to click that subscribe button and then share this podcast with other music lovers and songwriters. If you'd like to submit a song or another artist, you can email me at singalongpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Again, that's Sing Along Podcast at gmail.com We'll be back next week with another brand new episode but until then, this is Casey from Second Echo saying don't be afraid to write a new melody and don't ever forget when you find one to sing along